Hello and welcome to Prague Will Find a Way podcast. I'm Jonathan Block. And I'm Jay Valade. And we're in the great outdoors, change of pace. Yep. Change. Last couple, you know, nice days before winter will set in eventually. And yet, because you never know, we might have a nice Indian summer for a little bit. But we, we might. But for now, after a week of rain, we're happy to be outside. So are the bugs. They sure are. <laughs> So today's episode is going to be devoted to Roger Waters and his reimagining of Dark Side of the Moon and so some, far, so far, <laughs> what we've heard and what's been released. And then, of course, Pink Floyd. Uh, we'll just go off on some tangents. There's a helicopter going by. I'm not sure if you can hear that or not. But first, as is our want, news. Let's talk about news. So I saw the other day. And it's the first thing I, I saw that I know you are the perfect person to ask. There is a Rick Wakeman box either coming out or it came out. I think it's coming out. It's uh, 26 CDs and six DVDs. Uh, the Prague Years, it's called. And it is, I think it's as, everything. As, hold on. The Prague Years as opposed to what years? Would, would he not be the Prague oh, Years? Yeah. Would you not consider him Prague? It's 73 to 77 okay. is what they're calling All right. it. So uh but it's basically everything from six wives of henry the eighth up through i think white rock okay um and i think each individual album that they cover gets like either five or six cds and one one dvd each something like that and i didn't get too deep into it when i saw 350 bucks i kind of said <laughs> i i think i'll wait on that one that 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 was all you needed to see right yes <laughs> but one of the things is i did get uh one of the journey boxes uh when they came out uh on the secondary market and it's a cool artifact to have so i'm not sure what the i didn't look at the video of the you know the whole set here and all the pieces and right and, and posters and it's gotta be a book right Good yeah book. there's a hardcover book okay. and you know so they have done in the past a very nice job it's just a question of uh whether i need all that stuff it's funny, though, because, you know, now in this day and age where, I don't know, the post-CD <laughs> physical media era, really, even though, you know, vinyl and things are still popular, if you if you take the, the amount of discs you're getting, right, like who would have, like 20 years ago or 30 years ago, like who would have ever thought that it would be like, you know, oh, I could get a box set with 26 discs in it and if you look at you know if you if you figure like the price it's actually not that bad yeah. when you're talking so many discs i mean we used to spend so much money on like three and four understood disc box sets. Yes. understood however i think sometimes with these box sets where they do um break it up into like six discs per album like right, this or right. three four discs per album they could probably fit a lot of it on less cds but they just like saying that it's a four disc set right and what's the quality not just the sound but the material right like is it something you're going to listen to more than once and you throw all that in the box set like that it just kind of to me it kind of dilutes the original release it's like oh well which yeah. is why probably they don't put it all on one disc because right. they want the original release still to be you know the standalone yeah whatever makes sense so if you put it in you that's all you really hear right yeah. which i i kind of agree with because you don't want to put it in and all of a sudden have like 15 demos come on afterwards if you really just wanted to listen to the album right the out al the album proper yes <laughs> the other thing i saw that was coming out um is uh, i don't know 
we haven't really ever discussed them, but it bites. Do, oh, yeah, do you like it oh, bites? Yeah. Um, so, but is it really it bites? Or is this it Francis is Francis Dunnery's it, it, bites. it Bites. So they were coming out with a live album and Blu-ray. Okay. And I was like, okay. But I listened to and, and watched the video for Old Men and the Angel, and it was it was great. Yeah? It was really good. <laughs> I mean, he sounds fantastic on it. Wow. And his guitar playing is, is really good. Um I have been a, a Francis Dunnery fan, not, you know, that I get every single thing he puts out, but, you know, over right. the course of, you know, 20, 30 years that um, I like the stuff that, that he does. So the um, first the first two It Bites albums, from what I recall, were, were very good. They were very good. And then they started to tail off. And even the live album. Well, just... they only had like the three. So well, the third me... album was a little heavier. Was that the was Eat a... Me in St. Louis? Eat Me in St. Louis. Yeah, Lewis. okay. Surprised yes. I remember that. But, and then, so I'm thinking of the live album. There was also a live album. Yes, that came out. Yeah. And then like Thank You and Good Night or something. Right, like yes. That. Thank You and Good Night. Didn't they have a partial reunion at one point? They did. And then they got together without Francis Dunnery. And, and they just called themselves Bites. It, no, they had it. It was It Bites, and John Mitchell was the singer, okay. guitar player, and um, and that was good. I got yeah, I got those albums, and I liked those. I enjoyed them, but I didn't. How long I, were they around for? In that that I don't know. I think they 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 did it, and then they've been like on a hiatus ever, ever since they stopped. Okay, playing. so I don't think they've ever officially said we're not doing right. it anymore. They just haven't done anything. But else. But there's been no full reunion. Oh, uh, not that I, okay. not, not in recent They're, they're years. waiting until they get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for that. Okay, so that's, so it's, the reunion's never going to happen? Is that what you're saying? I'm not. I mean, hope springs eternal. So, but anyway, I, I watched the, the video and I thought it was really good. He sounds fantastic and it sounds just like it. it so, it's, so you're getting it. That's. I don't know. I, uh, I'll, I'll that's listen my to it. That's I think my I'll bell, probably that's listen. Bellwether. Like, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to put well, the dollars on the table for it, I know it's got to be good. And it's so hard because you, I don't know if it'll show up on Spotify or right. or, or a streaming platform over well, here. Well, certainly because, the video portion won't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the video was on, um, it was on, I don't know, there was a link via the okay. Prague website. So, um, Tiger Moth Records is putting it out on October 6th, so I don't know how so how broad the distribution would be as far as the streaming platform. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see soon because by the time this episode is out, it will have been out. It will so have we'll, been out. On we'll revisit 6th. that in a yes. future future episode. Those were the only two things that I had seen this since we talked last. That yeah. Were, um, even though, you know, we're kind of going into the holiday season, maybe it's still a little early, maybe October there'll be more things that are announced. Um, because all the information about the, the uh, as we talk every single episode now, until it comes out, the Yes album box set, I see nothing about it yeah, anymore. It like yeah, it was like... It was like a blip of, of <laughs> a flutter of activity and then nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... John Anderson and certain releases, right? Flutter of activity. A lot of talk, and then, you know, as he says, it'll happen when it happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Redoing Dark Side of the Moon. And then at the same time, Pink Floyd re-releasing Dark Side of the Moon as a 50th anniversary mix, blah, 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 blah. I listened to that. I couldn't tell the difference. Um, and I'm sure that if I had a fantastic, perfect sound system, the subtleties would come out to me. But I'm, I, 
Right. Well, I don't, not entirely sure how much they actually remixed it. It's oh. remixed for Dolby Atmos. Yeah. So if you don't have a Dolby Atmos system or even an Apple device, I mean, it's funny yeah. because that iPad will play Dolby Atmos. And believe it or not, even on a even on an iPad sitting on your lap, you can tell the difference. Like, oh, okay. it sounds three-dimensional. It's the weirdest thing. You, like, hear stuff way over there around the corner yeah no no it's like way off to the left but then you hear something else and it's not as far off to the right it's but but, but it's, it's not, coming out of one speaker right but it's but it's a lot of the psychoacoustics going on so it sounds like some things are coming from like behind the ipad i'll demonstrate later because it is kind of like it's okay. i was listening to Actually, we'll take a little sidebar here because I do want there was one thing I wanted to talk about that's not on our typically scheduled program because here's where we get into the they're not really prog, but some stuff could be kind of prog. So I I've been listening a lot to the Who's next oh, box set. I was going to ask okay. you about that because it keeps showing up. Oh, my God. It is absolutely it looks, phenomenal. Oh, so I, I did not buy it. I'm. A subscriber to Apple Music, so I'm listening to it on Apple Music, and that's one of the releases where the, it's all there, like yeah, everything, everything is there. And uh, but separate from that, there is a so on as part of that Lifehouse. So it's if you don't know, it's the first disc is a remaster, not the Atmos version, just a remaster. I don't think Steve Wilson did it, but I don't did know. he? Did he do he, that? He, he might have the done Atmos the Atmos one. So while Jay's looking that up, I'll I'll just kind of briefly run through it. So the remaster, which is great, it's the album. You know it, either know it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's uh, and I like the way they set this up. Then it's two discs of the Pete Townsend de Lifehouse demos. Not it doesn't seem to be in the order of Lifehouse because there's multiple takes of some tracks. Then there's the February 1971, a disc of the February 1971 record plant um, versions with Leslie West. Oh, really? Mountain on lead guitar. They've released a lot of those, except I think there's two or three more tracks. Excellent stuff. And then there's two CDs of Who, of the Who either doing different versions, different run-throughs, like um, different edits. And to them all? I've listened to the and, and then it it goes on. Then there's yeah. two CDs of at the Young Vic. So that was when they did Lifehouse Live. Yeah. And then there's two CDs later in '71 in San Francisco. A lot of people are complaining about the mix and that they just reuse the same audience sound over and over again. And and if you listen to a couple of songs, you can hear it. I, I listen to the live stuff. It's kind of sacrilege, but I don't listen to a lot of live Who. People are like, oh, the Who was great live, and they were, but I don't listen to a lot of live Who. What I have been listening to over and over and over again are the two discs of the Who with the different versions. It's single versions, it's, but it's also different run-throughs, different mixes. Like My Wife is 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 like the full edit, so it's not that like abrupt start yeah. right out of... Um, the tune before it I with the love will you know um love ain't for keeping yeah. i can't believe i forgot that um so it's cool so i like that a lot because i've been listening to the album since it came out so it's good to hear they are kind of like different versions and some of it's good i think it's great i would love to see the book and the things that come in it and i'll keep an eye on the i'll keep an eye on prices yeah. but i think it's great i think if you have any interest in that album at all they did a fantastic job with it 
but I listened to the Dolby Atmos, and I've and been Steve listening Wilson to it. Steve Wilson did do it. He d okay, that's great. And and afterwards, I'll play one of the songs because literally, you're sitting here with the iPad, and it sounds like something's over there, something's over there. It's a freaking iPad, okay? Yeah, but it sounds and it's amazing. And then I I have the the AirPods too, which support Dolby. That that's insane. That's absolutely insane because okay. it really is like three dimensional. I'll have to um, listen. So it is totally worth it. It's on Apple Music. It's got to be on Spotify. But there's like five versions of Who's Next, so you have to look for the the 2022, not rem not remaster the Dolby 23. <laughs> well, I think they, I think it's labeled 2022. It oh. might be, but I okay. could be wrong. It could right. say, but it's got to say the Atmos mix. But the box looks gorgeous. The box, the, the whole thing. thing. Yeah, it really does, and it's. I have not listened to that album all the way through in many, many years. It was really good to revisit it. But on the prog angle, um, so, you know, I'm of, I'm of the mind that some who they're not a prog band by any stretch of the imagination, but like a lot of bands in that era, some songs kind of get there. They and overlapped I mean, into. They, they overlap. And I mean, just Baba O'Reilly, the beginning. I mean, yeah. nobody did that before. And, yeah. and what's great on this set is that there's two of his, there's the original, original demo where it's a lot of the, the, it's a lot of the sequence synth line. He does the song somewhat proper, but it's really early. And then he just go, then it's just manipulating the, the synth line. And uh, it's, uh, the, or the sequence, that's the synth. Uh, Wonky Fooligan was an organ. And uh, it just, it just sounds amazing but so i always felt like they kind of they, they and even like quadrophenia not as a whole but a lot of those tracks are just like even the idea majestic. of it though right it's symphonic <laughs> so I, I i'm not i don't know about you but like a lot of people get into the sub sub genres of prog like symphonic prog yeah. like i'm like okay and like genesis is kind of symphonic but there are a lot of other things but i'm only saying that because the who sounds symphonic in places and right. i think that's that's kind of where i see the prog connection yeah i would not say that they aren't on certain things but there yeah, other, other times they're just straight out rock oh, you know you know <laughs> it, it is what it is it, yeah <laughs> they were who they were and, and it was great um but right. yeah so totally recommend that box set so a little side avenue there cool. but uh, back to roger waters all right so he put out so the first thing that came out was Did well he, money was it money or the brain damage eclipse i can't remember okay. it was one of the it's the piecemeal approach and and again by the time this is published the whole thing i think will be out it's coming out very soon as okay. a whole but they've been bleeding it out but a lot of people are into the the new they the the begin the breathe so they did um speak to me which is yeah. he he's talking i believe he's just talking the lyrics to free four he's talking the lyrics of a different pink floyd song from metal over that's that's what speak to me is and then it goes into breathe uh, it's uh, just a different what i do like about it is that it's a totally different approach to the music not that I necessarily like it, but if he did a note-for-note note recreation of the exact same thing, I would be like, what is the point? It's at least a fresh take on it, even if it's a fresh take that I don't necessarily love. I mean, I when I first heard Money, I, I was like, what the, you know, it's just... <laughs> Now I, I don't I can't get vehement about it. I just I really don't you know, it's kind of there and it's gonna be a footnote in his career. This isn't gonna be I, I, I just I guess my the the blockage I'm having is like why? And not why do it, but the whole approach. It's like, okay, you're putting it out piecemeal. And I don't know so, about the and 
we'll talk about this in another episode, but there is some of this is recognition and being in the public eye a little bit more consistently. So when he does a new release it piecemeal each week, it shows up on your iPod or, or on your, right. your Spotify account that there's a new release and there's a new release and there's a new release versus dropping the album at once comes out and then you forget about it and you forgot to listen to it and it disappears. So this is to get it into the public public consciousness. So that approach I can understand. And then, I, and if that's the case, I can also understand that he did this to remind people that he played a huge role in that. So yeah. I can see multi-dimensions here then. I can see that. I, I, I can also see his approach of putting them out because if you know the if you know the genesis of the album, very little of it came to started as jointed pieces. They were individual songs. Yeah. Um, and some of them were individual songs that were written like at the last minute after they had been performing some of the, yeah. you know, like three quarters of it. And then they were like, eh, I know. Spot. do we really want it to end with brain damage? Cause that's how it ended for the first week or so yeah. uh, when they were doing shows. And then, and then, you know, Roger wrote eclipse and you know, the, the rest is history. So I can understand and breathe comes from another song called breathe. That was on the music for the body album he did with Ron Geeson. So I kind of get it all. I just, in the moment, I'm like, what's the point, you know? But I also don't want to totally judge it until it's all out. But that, from that's, what, of that's the, true, the pieces yeah. I've heard, if he keeps it up the same way and approaches the same, it will be a totally different take on, on the album. And But I don't know that I, I would... Would you if revisit I, if, it? If I, I if I have forty five minutes, I'm probably listening to the original. Okay, <laughs> but are you revisiting it? Like, if you listen to this once, are you revisiting it, or you think you just listened to it once and that's that's it? Well, that's what's so hard with with some of the prog stuff because typically I'd never like it on straight out of the gate. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I okay. have to give it a couple times. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's kind of where I am with that. So I'm going to give it a chance, but it is, I appreciate the difference, but but I don't necessarily like the uh, the product. Well, you know, I guess we'll wait and see. He's putting videos out for the stuff as well. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's a different kind of approach. So, and then some people say, you know, because of this, Floyd, because the dark side of the moon 50th anniversary extravaganza already happened yeah <laughs> it happened in the spring because when the album originally came out i think it was april or may of of 70 but 73 but but on the one hand you could say oh well they pulled it you know they pulled out the iconic album from all the other stuff in the box so people could have that but the timing is you yeah, know it's, oh, it's suspect well because a lot of groups do that they put out the box and they just put out the single you know the like the, the who the, yeah. so there's no big fanfare that oh there's a single disc new version of a remaster you know it just showed up and yeah. it's like no no it's about the box well this so. is getting the fanfare because roger waters is putting out his own version so it's it's almost like a tit for tat oh, right they're doing this we're doing that i mean to be is it, as an outsider, yeah. just looking at it, that's how it feels. I have no yeah. idea about the inner workings, but I mean, either way, the energy that they're spending on this is is ridiculous. They they they, they should be doing something else for this. 
because it's just a release of the same live stuff over and over again. Yeah. You know, it's like now that's not fair because they did put out the early years box sets, which were amazing. But for this, there are, you know, there is stuff out there, official stuff that they could. Um, they just are not that kind of band. You know, they just have well, zero interest really in opening their claw. <laughs> well, I mean, but as an entity, like, yeah. There, the, that's one band that certainly is not milking the fans, even though f fans complain about every box set, that there's something yeah. about every box set, you know, scarves and marbles yeah, and, and a lot of uh, ephemera. That... I have to admit, I did buy one of the immersion boxes. Which one? I have the... Uh, Wish You Were Here? Yeah. And what did that come with? I you don't can't... recall exactly. The book was really cool, but all the the extra little the coasters or whatever right. came with it. I you know that, that the coasters were part of a different box, but you know I it just stayed in the box that stuff. Yeah, but you know, you know I I interested. There'll be a fiftieth anniversary then of Wish You Were Here, and they'll do that again. It'll be interesting what they see with that and animals. Uh, well, I they can, just redid animals. Right? They just they redid animals, but it's just a single disc. There's no, okay. there's, there's, there's no. no. Well, I shouldn't say. You know, they did remix it, and yeah. you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. What um, did you think of that? I I don't mind the new mix actually. Uh, there are a couple of parts where it's like that, but the the old mix is still out there too. What I don't like is when they do a new mix. And then they jettisoned the old, which is what Genesis did. They remixed all their materials, and then they just pulled all the original mixes. And it's like, you know, even if you're putting out a box set and you have it on some extra disc, that's fine. But to not have an original mix and then to say this is it now, this is, this is the, this the version, is the that, version get. that anybody gets, I, you know, I, that, that, I, I don't see the point in that personally, but that's 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 my position it'll be interesting to see what they do for the 50th anniversaries going through it's funny because um four years it may be five years ago we um cindy and i went to england and at the time they the um their mortal remains exhibition was happening at the at the victoria and albert museum so we bought tickets before we went and, and then we went and man that thing was amazing oh really it was so cool because you went through and it kind of guided you through, but it was every era starting from the beginning. And it was just, you know, they had a lot of the equipment, a lot of the stuff that they used and whatnot. Yeah. And it was very cool. And then at the end, you ended up in um, a big room that had them playing um it was like live clips and stuff but it was like in 360 degree sound yeah. and yeah it was very very cool um it came or is it coming to la i know it was coming to america but it was uh, they had a big book there i bought the book of course you, you know did. the book yeah well that i did because it was just it was like walking through it again it, it yeah. uh if it does come somewhere near anybody it is definitely worth seeing okay um, what's it called again it's called their pink floyd their mortal remains okay um it's it's just an amazing experience whether you're it's not you don't have to be into gear there's a lot of gear but it's just it, it the way that it's laid out and taking you through um and then the music the you know music is playing the whole way it's just it's just a very cool experience so cool yeah um but none of this stuff is in it i mean you know it's 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 pink floyd there's no solo um no no solo yeah. stuff in there at all so um got it there you go 
Any last final words on the dark side of the moon? Well, actually, it'll be interesting to see then if Roger does. Yeah, I'd, li I'd like, to, I'd like to hear the whole thing and, yeah, and find to, out. To be honest, I'd actually, I'd love to hear him give a similar treatment to Wish You Were Here, only because it's way more difficult. Like, what would you do? Well, right. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, yeah mean, I don't think you... I don't. Well, that's why I want to hear the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, like, how, what's time like, and what's yeah, what does he do with great kick do? of this guy? Well, so, I know. I know some of this stuff is leaked. I, I'm just not going to talk about it because when we're making this, it's not officially out yet. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but um, well, what we'll do in a couple of episodes, it'll be out by then, and. We'll give our we'll review. Revisit. We'll revisit when we have the briefly. entire, briefly, when we have the entire catalog of Dark Side of the Moon via Roger Waters at yes. our fingertips. So, I mean, Nick Mason likes it, so it can't be all that bad. <laughs> he seems to be a pretty easygoing oh, guy. Oh, he's very easygoing. What's not to be is. easygoing? But he's very diplomatic and very easygoing. Yeah. And uh, I, I still kind of kick myself I didn't catch the Saucerful Secrets when they came around because I love that era. That's my favorite era. Um, and just to hear the the dude from Sp Spandau Ballet playing Pink Floyd, Gary Kemp, I'm joking. I know exactly who it is, <laughs> um, would, would be very cool. So hopefully they'll come around again. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Well, there you go. Episode four, a little Pink Floyd focus. Uh, next time, I believe we're going to tackle some new releases, uh, more new releases, uh, Steve Wilson. And, but actual new releases, yeah, not rehashes. <laughs> and uh, Trevor Rabin. Yeah. We're going to talk about his release as well. So we'll catch you next time on the Prague Will Find a Way podcast. If you wanted to.